Father, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Let your word prevail in our hearts. Let your word bless us even today and bring a permanent impact on our souls. In Jesus' name, Amen. Beloved, I thank you once again for lending me your ears for the next 14 minutes as I bring you a message entitled Touched and Touched. Touched and Touched. And I want to read, I'm going to read primarily from three different sections of the Bible. Our first reading is from Ezra 3, verse 11 to 13. And they sang responsibly, giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Verse 12. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of fathers' houses, old men who had seen the first house, wept with a loud voice when they saw the foundation of this house being laid, though many shouted aloud for joy. Stating, so that the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of of the people's weeping. For the people shouted with a great shout, and the sound was heard far away. Wow, what a beautiful scene. What an emotional scene. The people of Israel disobeyed God and went into captivity. But according to the prophecy of Jeremiah, the king of Cyrus received a vision or was led by God to allow the people of Israel to build a temple to God in Jerusalem. So he sent them away. He sent them out from the captivity back into their own land for them to build the temple unto God. So this was after they had put together some resources and had successfully laid the foundation of the temple. And the Bible says that they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord. Joyfully. But for those priests and Levites and heads of the father's houses, the old men who, who knew how the temple looked before, before it was broken. The old men who had memories of the old temple, when they saw the foundation, as for them, the Bible says that they were weeping. And the Bible says that those who were weeping were weeping loudly. Those who were happy were shouting loud for joy. And it, it was difficult to even distinguish. But this mixture, this cocktail of emotions was heard far off. People could hear the cocktail of emotions. 
the next year. Last week we started along this line and I encouraged you from the word of God that we are supposed to love God with all of our soul and we should be emotionally present in our relationship with God. So your emotions are not only for your boyfriend or for your husband or for your wife, but it should also be emotionally connected to God. And we are not talking about eroticizing your, your faith. We are not talking about erotic religion. We are talking about being on fire for God. Jesus predicted the season of cold religion or cold Christianity. And we are in that season. And we have cold church, cold prayers. Our singing is cold. Our worship is cold. Even our preaching is cold. We seriously quench the fire of the spirit. We are firefighters. We are like wet, wet, wet blankets. We are in that season where we are more excited about the beautiful dress that we are going to show at church than the fact that we are going to church to fellowship in the presence of God. We are excited about the the social media likes and comments, the emojis and all that that human beings will give us. More than the words that the preacher, the word of God that the preacher will preach. We are in that season where even as men of God, the passion of Peter cannot be heard from the altar. The way Peter preached and people were cut to the heart and were asking what should we do to be saved. We can't hear that anymore. Now the preaching has become talks. Sermons have become talks. 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 And we have to move around. We have to shout. We have to scream. We have to jump. We have to drum. We have to do all that. In order for a few people to, 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 to be. In order for, for people to feel they are in church. Now the raw word of God. It's not, it's not moving people anymore. So we have to add stuff. This is a season of cold religion. A popular hymn writer, Carl Gustav Bobek, is remembered to have fallen to his knees and been inspired with a hymn when he saw, he felt the wind blowing, saw the branches, saw the rainbow, in the, in the atmosphere of church bells ringing, and, and all that sound and images led him to write the song. Oh Lord, my God, when I, in awesome wonder, consider all the works thine hands have made. The hymn writer was moved to write this hymn to the glory of God. For us, even beautiful babies are not able to move us to appreciate the wondrous nature of God. Our hearts, which are supposed to be soft, because the gospel says that our hard hearts are replaced with a soft one when we come to Jesus. 
these hearts that are supposed to be soft are harder, harder than the scales on our eyes. So we don't marvel at the works of God. Testimonies are given, and we have to force people to clap. If you don't take care, you can stand before a congregation, shout praise the Lord, and nobody will even respond to you. Worship songs don't move people. Now, even people don't want to cry during worship because when you cry during worship, you you are seen like you are overdoing, you, you are pretending. What 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 has happened? Now, people who are passionate about the things of God, we don't call them Christians. They are crefe. The Christians are those who are happy in their corruption, in their corrupt behaviors. They are the Christians. Because they believe that being corrupt, remaining in your sin, is the way that grace can be powerful. They don't know, as Titus says, that the, the, the grace of God should teach them to say no to sin. We are in the season of cold religion. Let me read the second scripture. Luke 24 verse 32. They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, after his resurrection, met these two disciples on their way to Amos. And they could not recognize him. Later on, they realized that, oh, this was Jesus that was talking to us. They said, uh-huh, our hearts were burning within us when he was explaining scriptures to us. So one of the ways that you will know that you, you, you are hearing Jesus is that when Jesus speaks, your heart will burn within you. Jesus' voice touches you to your core. You can't be seated under the voice of God and feel nothing towards him. The psalmist says that once have the Lord spoken and twice have I heard that power belongs to God. In our case, God has spoken more than once. He has shouted, he has, he has done it all, but we still can't hear the voice of God has no move us at all. And yet we claim to love God. The voice of God has no move us at all. Even the piercings of Christ does not pierce us. We have time for everything and everyone, but we don't have time for God. The Bible says that who can carry fire in their belly and their shirt will not be bent. Or as we say, we carry the Holy Spirit within us. But our shirt is not bent. Our shirt is still well ironed, prim and proper. Professional Christians, we are not personally involved. It's, it's, it's just a head knowledge. Like we are part of the association, but we are not all that into the Christian stuff. And then I'm people are too much into Christian stuff. And when, when people are like that, we say they are hypocrites. We rather will call them hypocrites for taking Christ too seriously. The cross of Christ is not heavy for us at all. We have taken it lightly. We have taken it lightly. We have taken it easy. We are carrying the cross with our hands in our pocket and our burger walk. It's so easy for us. 
this cross that Jesus carried, this heavy cross, that wonderful cross. So easy. We can put the cross aside and do our own thing and come back. We don't feel that we are even carrying anything. Christianity that has not touched us to the core. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. The final scripture I want to read is Song of Songs 5 verse 4. My beloved put his hand to the latch and my heart was strewed within me. This was a woman, a bride, who had retired to sleep. Her beloved was at the door, calling her. She was giving excuses. The call could not move her out of the bed. But when the beloved now touched the knob of the door, she says that she was moved in her heart. Her heart was strong again. For some of us, the call has not moved us. And the knock is also not moving us. I pray that we will not be people who love God only with our lips. But when Christ touches the knob of our heart, we will be moved within. We will be emotionally involved in this relationship with Christ. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, <laughs> oh,